Hey, beautiful people. My name's Taylor, also known as Priceless Tay. And I'm your co-host, Teddy Rosario. We want to welcome you back to What the Finance. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, guys. This episode is What the is Women in Finance. Here we have a new guest, Perry. And I'm your co-host, Eteria, and we have Taylor Price, your other co-host. So Perry is one of our friends. She is basically our family. She's on Team Tap. Perry, would you like to explain a little bit more about yourself, about your story, where you're from, a little bit about yourself being a female in finance? For sure. Thank you, guys. So my name is Perry. I am 18. I'm a freshman. I'm about to go into my freshman year of college at the University of Minnesota. And I will start kind of at the beginning of quarantine. And like, as I said, I just graduated high school. So the person that I was initially when I entered high school and the person I am now, two completely different people. So I'm just going to kind of explain that a little bit because it explains why I went into social media and I'm kind of going this route. Um, Excited. So I wanted to go into computer science. I wanted to be a STEM girl. Um, I actually at one point considered biochemical engineering. Um, I really enjoyed chemistry, but just as like a class and I never actually applied the sciences, you know, kind of like the basic thing that things that they don't teach at school. Um, but as we entered quarantine and I started, you know, doing online school and we switched to e-learning, I started teaching myself dropshipping. I downloaded TikTok just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, wait, like there are dropshippers on here. There are e-commerce, like whatever it is. There's, there's this whole community of people in finance. I actually found Taylor on there. Like you just don't hear about females in finance or like women in finance or girls in finance, like literal like girls in finance anywhere on mainstream media. And so I was like, dude, like I want to be this like bad bitch in STEM but I could totally just do that in finance. Like there's the only reason that I initially wanted to go into STEM was for like success. Like obviously I wanted to make the world a better place, but I can, I can totally do that in finance. I think that there's just such a, such a lack of like, like knowledge, especially within Gen Z, especially within um, like for females. At the same time I was starting out, I actually, created my own startup at that around that time I was reached out by a couple of other friends and we created jumpstart which was kind of the whole premise around the lack of um, experience-based learning in schools so jumpstart provides um, you know we provide events for students to sign up to actually like create a startup within one weekend and then launch that startup. And we provide all of the help that you need to actually do that and implement your ideas that school does not provide, like we've talked about. Mm -hmm. So this is just, if I had one goal and one concrete thing that I'm working towards, it's literally just spreading that message of like, guys, don't rely on school. Don't rely on mainstream media. Don't rely on what's in front of you there. You could totally just seek anything out. Anything is on the internet anything is in the world. Like you can literally meet anyone who you want over a zoom call. Like it's, it's all there. So that's a fact. Yeah, definitely. Jump in and ask like what's Tam for someone who's just maybe in Canada or I don't know. Is it something I'm supposed to know? Wait, what if 
STEM. You oh, said like- STEM? Oh, yeah, I should totally have explained that. So STEM is science, technology, engineering, math. It's just oh. this group of, so it's just this group of like, pretty much science-based jobs, science-based fields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Science is so interesting, but unfortunately, it feels like you cannot always find a way, easy ways to be entrepreneur and work for yourself. So it's the choice you had to do, but I'm guessing you, you do not regret so far, but you're so young, so the world is yours, definitely. Yeah, I'm totally still learning, but this is one of the biggest epiphanies I've had so far. It's so cool. For sure. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, um, so when I was first starting off TikTok, and I was actually one of the first ever um, female finance people on TikTok, and once I clicked on, some other uh, women like yourselves actually got on TikTok too, probably after seeing my profile, and then wanted to spread more of the word and thought it was absolutely awesome. And crazy, just side note, is that my audience is around 75% female, 25% male. And I think that's absolutely awesome to really want to get people more into finance, especially females. But I wanted to ask, what are the feelings around TikTok in your community or in your county? Like when I first started off, this was back in December 2019, January 2020, right as it started to exponentially grow. TikTok was still one of those platforms where people just thought it was dancing. They didn't think that there was any education on it. It was like looked down upon being like a 19-year-old girl getting on this platform. Like, I'm not going to do dances on there. I would just like, I had a friend in LA who said, hop on it. And eventually I did. Like, what was the stimulus in your community around it? Were other people using it as well too? So I had a couple people in my school using it. Um, my younger sister uses it. She, you know, everyone, everyone around me was just doing the renegade at that time. Like that's what it was. It was just this little pop culture thing. Um, so initially I started off as like a joke. Um, I was just like, let me see if I talk about stocks, if it blows up, let me see, like, it's not gonna, but let me just see, like, I just kind of want to go on and see if I can, I've always wanted to, like, since I was a young girl, ever since I was like eight or nine, like I watched YouTube videos and learned from them. So I was like, YouTube is literally my platform. When I grow up, I want to make YouTube videos. I want to create content to help other people, whatever it is, like makeup videos, building a house. Like, I, I don't know. I don't care. I just, I want an audience because that just means something to me. So I was like, people are going viral on TikTok. Like they could have 23 followers, but they could have a, a video with 1.2 million views, you know? So I think that's the part that was extremely attractive to me. And lo and behold, I made a video about index funds and it went viral. I, I think it had like over 100K views. Wow. Um, and most of it was hate, which, which was kind of shitty because it was a lot of, at that point in time, most of my audience was, it was like 99% male or something like that. And I, I'm not sure if that's the reason, but it was a bit gut-wrenching for, um, to receive that much hate, but I kind of just kept doing it because the few good DMs that I was getting, like the few good comments, just, it, it like just meant a lot to me. <laughs> so I felt the same, you know, like when we planned this episode, I actually told Taylor, I have no, I have nothing to say about men's being mean to me, but yeah. things changed so fast. 
TikTok actually kind of helped me boost a bit my videos um, in the last two weeks. So I started to get some messages that are a bit mean and obviously they're men's they're just like you have no idea what you're talking about blah 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 and I just click on their profile and I'm just like who are you but then the girls are just like whoa so inspiring so happy to learn with you so it's just like I'm just it's just confusing to me <laughs> no dude I totally understand that like I one part that did really surprise me was now I'm getting like dms from people that I know if I went down the stem route I would have been looking up to um so dms from like college boys or like college girls who are like four years older than me asking me for financial advice and their major is like biochemistry or something like that you know which is i think that is like the one thing that has kept me going is just like i am right now above where i wanted to be initially so yeah yeah, yeah. i feel like well to me i see the difference between what's happening on instagram my Instagram is mostly pink and purple, but I also have a lot of men who support me and are so happy to be on my page and so nice to me. But then on TikTok, maybe the demographic is mostly young men who are trying to figure out things. And I don't want to judge anybody, but it's hard maybe to see like a girl being like kind of not better than you, but like in a different place than you are some people are just cocky and sometimes cocky comes with men let's just say the truth here on this 100%. podcast so I don't know Taylor tell us about your things yeah my my experience with hate is a little like no other again I, at the time I was one of the very first females to ever be on the platform talking about finance and at the time I was 19 years old I my first viral video was about a necklace that is from Tiffany and Co's, which was $1,500. And people were like, oh my God, that's more than my rent. Other people on the other side of that though, was like, how did you actually afford this? How did you fly yourself out to Hawaii being that young? Um, and basically it all came down to financial literacy. So once people were asking me, how did I do that? I quickly transitioned my content over from taking it as a joke. Like I feel most people do on TikTok before you have that viral video. And then now you say, okay, things are getting real serious. So that's when I really tailored my content at that time towards investing and trading. And this is where the juicy stuff gets in. So after that video, I had a few more videos that went viral specifically at that time. I was in college and I was investing in trading in school, which if you guys are listening right now, I don't know if any of you guys do this, but I maybe would recommend because college isn't making you money during the time that you're sitting in the lecture. But if you are investing in trading, yes, you can make that money. And so I made a TikTok on my trade on Tesla. And I also made a TikTok about some paychecks that I was receiving, um, which you can scroll back to and look at. And next thing you know, I become a meme on FinTwit, Twitter, all the hedge fund managers on Wall Street are saying, ah, look at this girl. Um, she knows nothing about investing, putting um, herself out there. And there was other side of the controversial part of me where some other older men too, who were also hedge fund managers were like, 
you know what, guys? Guess what? Where you, where were you at 19? Oh, yeah, you were doing keg stands and trying to bang all the ladies instead of learning <laughs> how, seriously, instead of learning, learning how to do all this stuff. She is way ahead of her time. You guys don't have anything to say. You don't even know her as a person. And so thank God for those like three particular people at that time that were standing up for me on Twitter when I was like trending on Twitter because of because of this whole uh scenario otherwise I don't know I I I may have stopped producing content right then and there and to combat that so I uh, when Perry and Tadia and other people come up to me because experiencing hate is something like no other I've not really been bullied too much in my life and like experiencing this massive amount of hate on social media, I came back with uh, respect. I, I respect your opinion is what I say. However, I believe otherwise. I um, disagree. I respectfully disagree. I see where you're coming from. However, this is the reason why I believe in such or do whatever. In coming back to these people who were like fighting me on Twitter saying, oh, she's fake, she's not real, la 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 la. I had a few particular people um, who have been featured on Forbes, CNBC, still a talk show host on uh, CNBC, um, reaching out and said, hey, uh, I, I will believe you if you send me your financial statements, basically. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll prove you up on it. So we're DMing. I send uh, my financial statements to him about my most recent trades. At this time, it was February and the market was about to crash. And I was telling everybody like now is the time to sell. You guys are not taking this seriously. There's going to be a big recession coming up. Nobody listened. He, I showed him my financial statements. He's like, wow, okay, this girl is actually legit. You can come work for me any single time you want. I'll, I'll put you in any internship that you want to get on Wall Street, any opportunities, I can do that for you. And bringing it back, like the hate on social media, I feel as though some people feel like they have to prove themselves, at which that point I most definitely did. However, looking at it now, I don't think you have to prove yourself to anybody. You are who you are. If you say something and you believe in who you are and what you do and have some moral ethics then you don't have to go out of your way and to send a financial statement to somebody who's so random yet you feel yeah. because they have a blue check mark is way more valid than you, then you have to do something as what they're asking. That's exactly what I was thinking when you were telling about the fact that you sent your financial statement because somebody asked and didn't believe you. I was just like, who the fuck are you? Like, I don't have anything to prove to you. To me, I'm totally transparent. Somebody said to me, I, I did a TikTok about like how um, I think about the growth of Apple in a year and how like um, you can make money with that growth with the gains basically. And somebody was like, I bet you never owned any Apple stocks or bought any Apple stocks. I'm just like, listen, I'm transparent. I have four. It's not a, fo a fortune. It's just four. I'm happy with my four. I'm starting my journey. Um, I just want to share with you guys what I learned along the way. Like, why do I have to be rich already or, or to be like a 
like another level to teach people. I can definitely decide to learn and teach people along the way. And some people like to be taught by by someone who's starting because when someone is already rich, you don't even know like if it's true what they're saying. But if you follow someone who's building wealth, you can definitely build wealth with them. I don't know how to explain it, but to me, I feel so comfortable doing what I do and I'm ready for the haters. <laughs> yeah, Tadia, I understand what you're saying because... A lot of times, like there will be young people or people even ignorant to like the financial like realm and they'll comment on my posts and they'll literally be like, what is a stock? Like, I don't even understand the concept. It doesn't even make sense to me. And so to see someone at the same level as them, as them, like, I think that's what you're trying to say, right? Is that like when, when you see someone that isn't, it's just relatability. Like you're able to relate to this person. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Take in what I'm going for. What they have to say. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, it's motivational. I think that it's necessary because we see a lot of drop shippers on YouTube and we see all these, you know, pause gurus talking about how you can make money fast and make, get rich quick schemes. Yeah. Um, and like, it's all over the place. They're showing us their Ferraris and shit and it's not, it's not organic. And I think that that's what you provide, which is really good. That's exactly who I'm not trying to be. If I've ever become this type of person, guys, let me know. Like, let, let, tell me, Teddy, you're not attending anymore. You're, you're a big guru. <laughs> cancel, cancel. For sure. Yeah. It's so funny too, because I've been in the LA scene. I've been to LA multiple times. I've spent some time there. I lived there for a portion of my life. And it's just so funny to see like these, some of these people in, in action, renting their Ferraris or Lambos and then taking pictures of it on social media, like literally seeing these people. And then next thing you know, it's like, okay, um, here's my get rich quick scheme. This is how I built my drop shipping company. Here's how you can do it too. Like, um, I'm not about the flex style. I think it's just low key here I am. Uh, and here's what I got. And here's what I think the true value comes from is providing the value in which we all do on social media. Yeah, totally. I want to add something. Um, to me, I want to thank you both actually for kind of being pioneer on TikTok, being ladies who talk about finance. Because when I, I first started with Instagram and somebody told me to get on TikTok and try to use TikTok to boost whatever I do. And I was like, there's no way like these people will be interested about just finding out about stocks. It's it, it's a platform to dance and do memes and do comedy. But then like I started to found out like some accounts of people doing things like you. And I was just like, damn, is it's possible. I can I can teach about finance, but I'm not someone who is gonna be the first person to be like, they're dancing and I'm gonna do this. I had to see, I had to I have to I had to find inspiration with you guys to be able to realize that it was possible for me but for someone like you too who decided to just do it even though nobody was doing it like wow that's awesome so i want to thank you guys for being inspirations of course yes i i absolutely love that statement i've gotten so much love from a lot of other females um empowering them like wow i was actually in 
my major was like education and now I want to go over to finance. There's a lot of guys in my class right now, but with your profile, like we can relate, I can make comments on here. There's like a growing community of female investors and traders and people in finance really wanting to learn more. So I also want to thank everyone listening today who's part of that group and saying, you got this. We're, we're here for you. You can follow us anything, any single time you want DM. I'm sure most of us respond back. <laughs> so I want to, I have another story I want to share with you guys. So I was 16, eight years ago. It's been a while, but I remember in my business class, the teacher wanted us to trade in the stock market, but like paper trading. If you guys don't know what's paper trading, it's just trading with virtual money, but in the real markets market with real prices so all the girls were super not interested about this challenge we the way we saw it was just like such a a man's world we were like all the girls in my class we were just like oh my god no and the best performers were obviously the guys they were happy to do it do that um but now things changed I never believed when I was 16 that I was going to be in that world just because the way I saw it eight years ago was just like something so complicated, something for men's. And now I get like messages from people on TikTok. They're like, hey, I'm 14 and I'm so interested about that. And I'm just like, what? Like, this is mind blowing to me that some females that are 14, 15, 16 are interested about that. When in my time, it was just like, it was, it was not even imaginable to be interested about that. Yeah, Tadia, I want to like branch off of that because this for me was a similar experience in my freshman year of high school. We had to take economics and uh, most of the people, we did paper trading on market watch and most of the people in my class who were doing, who weren't taking it seriously were women. And I think that a reason for that is because of the way that we're taught it in schools is that it's just this big wolf of wall street concept and only you know, the big men can do it. And only like, you know, the men who go to Ivy League schools and men who just, you you know, the trope, like, you know, the stereotype. And so the rest of us kind of shy away from it and then think about just our safe jobs that we're going to, you know, grow Mm -hmm. up and have. And so I think that that is sort of changing, like the culture of it is just changing to be and everyone should should invest type of thing. Even if you don't have, even if you have a nine to five, you should also invest with that. Like investments should just be a universal thing that everybody's taught alongside school. The way they taught it in school was that it was not a thing that everybody can do and be financially free with it. They taught it like it was a job, like to be, a, I don't know what to call it in English, though, a financial person who works at the bank and make these transactions, buy and sell stocks. So yeah, investment bankers. Yeah, Yeah, I want to say like, I've had a totally different experience. You guys have had an amazing opportunity at school to even get introduced to this. Where I'm from, upstate New York, a small town, we did not talk about finance or financial literacy whatsoever. And I have to point out here, I don't know if you guys have heard in an article that I've spoken about, I'm really, really um, always pushing this to make it known that six out of 50 states in the United States only require a personal finance class. And I am not a part of that six out of the 50. I don't know exactly, I can't remember exactly what states they are, but if you're in them, absolutely amazing take advantage of that really take that class seriously i wish i had the opportunity at like 15 like to know 
oh my God, like this is the stock market. I can start paper trading here or understanding at least like what a credit score is and not have to venture off on my own and then come out to the real world and start a blog and then realize, oh my God, go on social media and then blow up realizing that other people are experiencing the same thing that I did because I wasn't taught any of this. So I don't know if anybody else listening right now has that same experience, but um, I could totally see where... uh, women it's like the same thing in like a gym class like in my gym class I don't know about you guys so many girls were sitting on the bench like not doing anything (laughs) I was one of the ones like hey I'll be team captain let's go bring it on like this kickball game is about to be really intense um but yeah I I definitely I definitely see where you're coming from you now the comparison it's literally just like the gym thing but just to be sure like I was as a private school where my teacher just decided to teach us teach us important stuff so I feel extremely fortunate but it's it's definitely not something that's common I don't know about you Perry how you got to experience that at school it was just my are are you talking about gym or are you talking about personal finance no like a bit of finance yeah Um, sorry no yeah um I I don't know it was it was introduced to me in a way that was just so like theatrical almost like I don't even have words to describe it. It was not in the way it, it, it felt like it was like not tangible. Like it was just yeah. in a way that it was, felt like, like it was wow. in another world. It, it didn't felt like reality. Like, I don't know how to explain. It was not explained to us in the way that, Hey, you can do this and this is fun. And no, it's no, none it of that. Just, here's the lens into these people's jobs. They're rich. Just just know how they work and then yeah. we're, do this. Like wow. just learn about yeah. all the basic stuff you need to do. So honestly, Taylor, I think that you should be happy that you didn't learn learn it like this because honestly, it pushed me away. Yeah. Like, I mean, not oh, wow. I didn't even wow. think about that side of the, the story. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. yeah people get people don't get um motivated too when they see something that looks super intense or extremely difficult so I yeah taking a look at that into like a different lens I definitely see too where other people are coming from and it's the way that it's that first impression type thing like the first like 15 seconds when you meet see somebody you know exactly if you want to be their friend or not and that could be the kind of the same way that you guys were feeling at that time when you were learning about finance? Yeah, pretty accurate, yeah. Back again with a commercial break. Make sure to subscribe to Taylor Price's YouTube channel. Just search up Taylor Price. She posts once every single week talking about investing, personal finance, and business. You can find Taylor on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Priceless Tay. Let's get back to it. Um, yeah, so moving forward, I want to ask Perry another question with being in the eyes of basically the entire world as a social media creator. Is it overwhelming attending school, doing social media, working on Jumpstart, which you guys have heard of today, and really especially just being in the spotlight? So two things. First, how the kind of social media content creation stuff has affected me. I think 
honestly, it is one of the best things that's happened to me, not just because of the reach now I now have, but if I go back and unprivate my first video, I promise it looks like I have zero personality. It looks like I'm the most boring person ever. I'm practically whispering. Like I have zero enunciation. Um, like four months ago, I had just not even no internet personality, but like I, I, I've always been an extrovert, but it's like now I'm an extreme extrovert, even if it's just like, and I, for, personally for me, like that is a really good quality. Like that's what I've always wanted to be. And so social media has really made that come out. Cause if you're able to talk to a phone, if you're able to talk to a screen and sit in your room for hours and just, you know, like have a conversation with yourself, like that is some serious self-love. That is some serious self-comfort. And so for me, it's just, you know, improving my creativity every time I make a video, um, striving for just, you know, the more that you explain something, the better you understand it, right? So explaining concepts and really breaking them down, that's just truly my goal. Because in, in turn, like I'm understanding those concepts a hundred times better than when I was just learning them. So to me, it's like a hobby. Um, and even just like the realm of finance and the realm of TikTok and everything, it's, it's like going outside and playing catch or doing, being on the swimming team. Like, it's just one of those things that I am, you know, I'm passing up like guitar lessons for this and I'm not overcomplicating it in my head. It's just, this is just a hobby. And sure, I have like long-term goals with it. And I think that it's going to be so much more giving than actually, you know, playing the guitar. But if I, I'm just, it's just every day is like a stepping stone. And that's, if I view it like that, then I know that ultimately it's going to be just good for me. That's amazing. I hear the passion in your voice. Like I have goosebumps right now from just like hearing that. I never took it that way too. Like I guess talking to like a camera, it really is a talent. Like when you have to be such an extrovert to like really believe that people are watching you and having a back and forth conversation really has to deal with a lot of self-love, um, motivation, feeling that confidence because there are such things as internet personalities. Even if you're educating, you have to make it entertaining some way, form, shape, uh, any, any way along that. Tadia, I think you wanted to say something from the look on your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but what I feel is that you just stole like the truth and that some people want to get online and just know that we all struggled here. Starting my first Instagram story, I had to redo it 10 times just to say, hi guys, I'm just going to start this page. I'm Tedia. Like Perry, my voice was just like, hey guys, it was just like, it was bad, but mm. it's just something that I've learned to, to do and just love myself because in the end, it was just about me loving myself and not being scared to be myself online and actually it's when I received like some really cute messages that were just like we love your authenticity continue this is where I realized like well maybe people just like me like that and it's fine um and also you mentioned something really cool was that um we actually learned with you guys so let's say with the stock split I've heard what was the stock split but I, I forgot so I knew it was coming up and I knew you guys were gonna have questions so definitely had to be prepared and research about it and know exactly what was it why companies do split etc so I had also to learn and by breaking it down for you guys 
I know it by heart now, but before this summer, I was not that confident about it. So it's really cool to just learn and share. It's just like such a fun process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My social media journey is, is kind of crazy. So when I was in like fourth and fifth grade, I was absolutely amazed with YouTube. I was like, watching the like bethany moda like at the time yeah. like these yeah. were like seriously seriously guys this was some like real deep youtube back when youtube didn't even pay and i'm like mom mom i want to do this i absolutely love creating videos and i've always been a really creative individual yeah. so she got me my first camera and i made so many videos i learned how to use imovie i would edit them i still have some of these like small like introduction videos back when I was like in fifth grade and I just never ever posted them because I was so scared and insecure but I take a look at it now and I'm like wow if I just started back in fifth grade the same time Amanda Steele started the same time Olivia Jade started the same time like all these other people started like who knows where I would have been um today so if you're thinking about even even bringing this into finance if you're thinking about starting that journey just do it nike has nike is the og (laughs) we can even say like just tap into it seriously it's absolutely (laughs) crazy now we're here today finally i was like i'm gonna hop out of my comfort zone i even before tiktok that's when i kind of started my youtube journey back up again um and i was just posting videos about finance and such bringing people alongside my journey just because it was such a taboo topic to even talk about money especially as a young female um and so just take a look at where it's brought all of us today like you've heard a perry perry's story about how it is really like one of the most pivotal moments i'm sure in her life and we'll only bring it up from here and tadia is on that road to a million dollars like these are some of the most exciting pivotal crucial moments and you should all be a part of that too if you're not already just go and start try anything that not saying drugs, (laughs) try anything you want to really, that's going to hopefully eventually improve your self-love and your well-being um, and success in the long run. To me, it's when you said like, if you would have had started your YouTube channel back then, where would you be today? This is exactly the feeling that actually made me do what I do today. Was just like, I knew if I had done things before, um i would be somewhere else today and i don't like this feeling i don't like this kind of regret feeling even though i don't live with regrets so i'm like i don't want to tell myself that in 10 years like to tell myself when i was when i'll be 30 i don't want to say like oh if i had done that in my 20s no like so that's why i'm doing it because i know this feeling sucks and yeah this is what pushes me to do things it's just i don't want to live with regrets Yeah, and I think you guys can all agree when I say, like, the hardest part is literally to start. Like, that's just, you know, prefacing yourself and preparing yourself to actually accept the reality that you have to start something. That is the hardest part. But once you actually sit down and even do it for five minutes, it's just a smooth ride. And even if you get hate, there's just, there's that clash of, you know, positive stuff that comes. And so after that, it's just a, it's just an uphill journey. So, yeah, I totally agree.
For sure. Yeah. I want to ask you something, Perry, specifically, since you are our guest here today. Thank you for being on the show. What is something our viewers can do today to start their journeys being a females in finance, maybe be that social media experience? What do you think that may be beneficial for our viewers listening today? So I think the number one place that you should start your education about personal finance and really like understand it is the internet. I don't think that you have to take a special class. I don't think that you have to pay for it. Um, there's enough resources online. There's enough good resources online that break concepts down for you, like investopedia.com. There's We've talked about paper trading, which is just trading as a simulation if you're not comfortable putting money in. But I genuinely think, um, Taylor, I know you don't support Robinhood, but even if you use Robinhood M1 Finance, just a simple app on your phone, that makes it practical to use. Um, you don't have to open up a computer. Um, just so you are comfortable with the idea of like your money is going here and it's either going to go up or go down. Just that simple concept and then worrying about the charts, the, you know, the candlestick charts, all of dollar cost averaging, all of that stuff when it comes. I think it's just the, the fact of just starting to invest, invest, even investing like five bucks doing fractional shares. I think that it's just the idea of like, you are using your money and putting it somewhere and learning. It's not about making money in the beginning, right? And so even if it starts, you know, you can start off in a bunch of different ways, but I think that YouTube is gonna be your best friend. TikTok is going to be your best friend just for like motivation and for like little quicks and quick tips. Um, but YouTube is the number one place to go. I know that we're all starting YouTube channels. Taylor, you already have one established. Um, I am trying to build my own. Tadia, I'm sure that you're going to do one soon. Um, I know that you already have one though. Yes, yeah. you already have one. Yeah. Um, but like genuinely, there's just so much free online stuff. Articles, there's always that. Um, you know, Blogs. you have to take a finance class unless you want that piece of paper that says like I am you know I've graduated and done this if you want that credibility obviously to be like an accountant or something but don't feel like you have to just to get this knowledge you have to take a class in college you don't so I want to elaborate on that too because one of the most profound or prevalent questions that I get being on social media is like did you start off in the field of finance and do you think that you need to take you know, spend 7,000 a semester or wherever. Um, that's just a public school, by the way. Um, going, going further and getting that finance degree, it really all depends upon your situation. I can say for myself and what I am doing today, the business school in, the, in which I've attended being a finance major has not provided me basic skills of understanding what a credit score is, knowing what the difference between a 401k is and a Roth IRA, which will be featured in some later episodes. Overall, I think Perry is 100% right by starting off on TikTok for that motivation, because I do get those comments as well. Like, um, you miss this part out on a specific being. I'm like, it's only 60 seconds. Um, maybe you want to check out YouTube. At least I got a few minutes there. Maybe however long I want, 20 minutes, if it's even a more elaborate conversation to have. But starting off 
TikTok, moving forward to YouTube and really making that decision, okay, is this something where I want to see in my life? And to be quite honest, especially in finance, it's not just about the knowledge you have. It's really about who you know. Your network is your net worth in the field of finance, either that or playing golf. But (laughs) seriously, seriously, it's so, so true. Like if you guys could see, if you're not listening, uh, watching this YouTube video and you're listening on the podcast, like you should have seen Paris and Tadia's face, like rolling their eyeballs around. I a hundred percent agree, but yeah, just building up your knowledge and seeing, okay, is this something that I just want to work better for myself and maybe become my own boss and have that high dividend, um, yield income, that passive income and maybe flip homes? Or do I want to actually take this into Wall Street one day or be an investment banker or be an accountant or somebody along those lines. And I think that's where the college degree and quote unquote credibility comes in, especially just being a female. What you can learn from this is that if ever you want to start to upgrade your finances as a female, the point is just to start, start feeding your brain, start putting yourself in these places where you can learn. You're already on this podcast, so this is already awesome. Um, but then you can watch more videos, read books. There's so many things you can do. And like Perry said, um, it starts with just investing and just jumping because you cannot be scared um, of the results because it's, it's always about risk ratio, but that again that we can learn that a risk reward but we can learn that in other episodes but life is about taking risks and you don't have to know everything about everything at first just know that it's knowledge that builds up and it will be so worth it so worth it yeah i want to wrap it up there thank you so much puri for joining wtf what the finance uh tell everyone all of our listeners or viewers today where they can find you on social media where they can find jumpstart and yeah yeah guys go check out my tiktok channel it's pre.bafna that's p-a-r-i-i dot b-a-f-n-a um that's where i post daily videos you can also find me at you on youtube that's just my name pre bafna and then for jumpstart we have an upcoming event um this year in a couple of months um i'm pretty sure it's going to be e-commerce so really excited for that just to teach you guys how to create a website how to create and how to you know talk to suppliers how to get drop shipping started for you how to do facebook ads um that's all on jumpstarttoday.org thanks for listening guys thank you perry for joining us thank Um, you guys stay tuned we have another episode coming up next week we can't wait to see you you've been listening to wtf what the finance with the one and only teddy rosarian and last but not least taylor price make sure to receive all of the updates on wtf by texting wtf to 424-226-5797 message and rates may apply